Hello, angels, and welcome to the Hot Mess Podcast. We are so happy to have you here. This week's episode, we have special guest, Mikkel Pepper. Before the episode begins, we wanted to give a huge trigger warning. This episode, Mikkel talks about her rape recovery story and how she is the strong, beautiful survivor that she is today. We wanted to give some resources for you or anyone you know who has been recovering from any type of sexual assault or anything of that matter. We wanted to share the Rape Recovery Center. The Rape Recovery Center is a nonprofit organization that has a 24-7 crisis line. They are available to help no matter what time of day, no matter if you are a male or a female, and no matter where you are in the world. Their crisis line is 801-467-7273, or you can reach them at the raperecoverycenter.org. Thank you all for listening, and we are so excited for you guys to hear this episode. What's up, all you cool cats and kittens? Oh my god! on the beach and (laughs) just kidding I do love those but I feel like some things that make me me are for sure my job which I love I work at the boys and girls club and that's it makes me so happy it's such an amazing job um also let's see what else I love to meditate and I'm like really into spirituality that's helped me a lot with my healing for sure um I am literally like I'll go hug a tree if I'm having a hard day like 
they take up so much energy and help me in so many ways and there's been like I have a specific tree on the parkway and I just will go and sit in it and like listen to music and chill out and it makes my days a thousand times better like if I'm feeling lonely or anything like that so I'm huge into nature for sure um yeah I'm from Salt Lake and um yeah, where did you go to high school? Where did you go I to went school? to Murray. Oh, okay. MHS, baby. Yes. <laughs> the Spartans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. amazing. So um, tell us about kind of your your story. I mean, where did it all start? Yeah. How did, you know, how did you get to this? I mean, you guys, seriously, if you're watching our YouTube, Pepper looks She's glowing. Thank you. Girl. Literally glowing. I'm Thank like you. emotional just looking yeah. at like the energy and Thank like you. especially hearing you talk about spirituality. Like I just can feel that so mm. much from you. So how Thank did you, you how did you get how did you get to this point? You know? So I'm probably gonna get emotional. I just like I, it's okay. gonna happen. Will too. <laughs> yes. Just, I'm like a little nervous, but I know, I know. it'll be okay. Just rightfully so, yeah. okay. girl. This is Seriously. a safe space. Yeah. You know? Yep, I know that it is, and I'm, like, so grateful that I can, like, open up with you guys, you know? Um, I actually do this thing when I'm crying where I try not to wipe my tears because they are really healing. And when you're letting them out, like, they're supposed to be let out and a part of you and yeah they are like it's it's water coming from you and water is like one of the most healing things in the world you know yeah so oh my god it's super important I try my hardest not to wipe my tears when they come like to let all my emotions happen um and sometimes I look like a hot mess like doing that (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) thank you So here's the coolest part about my story is that it actually started two and a half years ago today. So like this is my anniversary of it, all of my trauma happening. Um, And it just was so amazing that it like landed on this day. And it it made me know that like the universe was telling me that it's time to talk about. (sighs) So thank you guys for having me here and giving me this safe space to do it in. Um, so a couple years ago, two and a half to be exact, I decided to go and travel to Thailand on my own. And, um, it was the most amazing, beautiful journey, but also was really hard. Um, and I was drugged and sex trafficked, like, for most of my trip. I had just gotten out of a relationship and was really trying to find myself. And, um, when I went there, there was all these amazing people, you know, so many beautiful people, everyone trying to get me to drink and have fun and have a good time. And I opened up and I told people about me like people that I didn't know mm-hmm. and uh just really went out there and was just like my happy naive self and really thought that like I was gonna be just fine you know um and then I went a couple nights not remembering what was happening and then um I went and rented a kayak and was in the middle of the ocean and like just paddling and singing at the top of my lungs and um all of a sudden I had this feeling kick in and it was that I was in danger and that I wasn't okay and um I had gone like a week and a half of every night not knowing what had happened but feeling in my body that I wasn't safe and um I paddled home back not home back to the hostel the hostel that I was staying in and I called my mom and um just started like the hardest fight of my entire life to try and get back home um and (sighs) it 
was really hard and really scary because I'd been drugged. I had like gone through a spiritual awakening because of all the trauma and all the things that had happened. Um, and then on top of that, like I was going through major trauma and I was not mentally all there, but also I felt the most mentally there that I ever had in my entire life, you know, like it was such a weird mix of both. Like my mom, I'm sure (laughs) she doesn't ever think that I'm crazy. She would never say that, but it would be really scary to hear like your daughter on the other side of the phone and saying like, I'm being sex trafficked and I need to get home, you know? Um, so I went and I stayed at the airport for three days until my flight. And, um, then through there, I started having memories and like remembering what was happening. And, um, I decided to tell the police there that it had happened and um, I, I had to go take a ferry back to the island that I was on before that all of this had happened on. And then like there were cops that led me there, right? And then once I got to the island, I showed them where everything happened and I like gave them all the proof and um, they took pictures of me that proved all of it. I had all of the evidence that I would ever need and um but I couldn't get my story straight because I was still too out of it um and they said that I was drunk and that I didn't know what had happened and they said that if I tried to press charges that they would arrest me if they found out that it wasn't true and so like I'm out on this island by myself and I at this point just was like nope I can't do this like I need to just get home I can't focus on anything else at this point um but since I had done that they had to contact the U.S. Embassy to let them know uh what had happened um and the U.S. Embassy connected me to the Reap Recovery Center um and so I was in Thailand talking to women at the Reap Recovery Center and they were helping me while I was there um before I'd even gotten home and my mom was on the other side just like being a badass like getting me all she was doing all this research on how to help me start living life again um and helping me figure out how to be me you know because I came home and had to quit my jobs and I couldn't drive I couldn't eat like I felt like I had to completely start life over, you know, and my mom had told me, like, she felt like she'd brought home a newborn baby, like, I was a whole new person in so many ways, um, in so many beautiful, amazing ways, like, I cannot express enough how grateful I am, I'm not grateful that this happened, but I'm grateful for who I am today because it happened, right? Because before, I would let people walk all over me, and I didn't believe in myself, and I dissociated most of my life, you know? Like, I just stayed in this constant state of not feeling anything, and my trauma brought me life, you know? Um, So, I would never regret going through it. Never would I, like, want to go back and change anything as hard as it was like holy shit I have such a beautiful life now I like when I got home I couldn't I could not spend a moment by myself I was so afraid to be anywhere on my own like I'd go into the bathroom and have something with me that would make me feel safe like I'd hold my water bottle like a weapon you know and now I'm moving out on my own (laughs) like it just is so amazing uh to see how far I'm, I'm proud of myself. I've come really, really far from what happened, you know? Um, so yeah. And it's, it's absolutely terrifying to know that that happens. Yeah. And and I think, I think just sitting here listening to you, I know for me, it just, I know this is something that so many people know happens, Mm -hmm. 
but nobody realizes yeah. how many women it affects yeah. and how many people it happens to yeah. and that people just think that it really can like happen to anybody yeah mm-hmm. at any time yeah and and just, anywhere like it doesn't anywhere. just happen in thailand yeah, you know you it's all over the world literally i i think like the part too that like obviously the whole thing is just like you're just so strong and I know it probably took a lot to get to where you are today I can't believe how strong you are and I know it's probably taken a long time for you to even be able like you've even said like it's that time for me to talk about it like just the way that everything is like played out Mm -hmm. like and I think that a lot of the times people think that and going on a trip by yourself they think I'm safe I'm going to a very touristy area yeah but you still, like, it just goes to show, like, you still need to be careful. And I I think that you went on an adventure, like, a soul-finding adventure. Oh, like, sure. going to Thailand and then something so traumatic and out of hand happened to you. And, yes, it's amazing that you are such a strong, spiritual, amazing person. But you didn't deserve that. And you know that. Mm-hmm. But it did teach you a lot, and I feel like this can help a lot of people. So thank you so much for being so strong to be able to speak your story and, like, tell everyone. Sorry, I'm like, I've been trying so hard not to cry. You're okay. Like, and tell everybody, like, what's happened to you. Like, I really appreciate it, and I'm so sorry that you went through that. Thank you. I'm glad you said that, Brookie, because that's why, too, I – I just feel like, like I said, we all know it happens, mm-hmm. but it's it's people like you who are able to sit here and tell your story and share it with others so that other people can realize that this can happen to you. It can happen to your neighbor. It can yeah. happen to your best mm-hmm. friend. It can happen to someone you grew up with. Fault. No, never. No. That's, but it that's can like happen a huge to all thing, of us. Yeah. It? Like, know that it's not your fault. Like, never none of it's your fault Mm -hmm. you went and did this amazing journey yeah and that's for you yeah there's terrible terrible people in this world Mm -hmm. and it's so hard to fathom yeah that like that could ever happen I don't know when I think Brooke that's something I feel like you and I when we started this podcast we were like oh we're just gonna be our fun bubbly selves and we're gonna have a lot of fun and all of our friends like always think we're like so funny even though we're a mess all the time but we wanted to make sure that if we were gonna spend our time doing this and we were gonna put all of this time and work into creating this podcast that we were going to talk about subjects Mm -hmm. we were gonna talk about not just for women for any gender we were gonna talk about things that were going to make an impact on people's lives Mm -hmm. and help people and I feel like Brooke and I both just, I don't know, we think we're just so funny and talk about WAP and talk about whatever all the time, but like this is what, this is what, this is what we want to do. We wanted to do this. We wanted to do this to talk about issues and problems that we have dealt with and that we know other people have dealt with Mm -hmm. as well that are almost like uncomfortable to talk about uncomfortable to listen to Mm -hmm. and that's why we want to talk about it is because it needs to be normalized yeah it does people need to feel as though they have a safe space Mm -hmm. if they are feeling threatened even though there's no threats around them yeah if they're feeling threatened due to trauma and Mm -hmm. having literal ptsd from it it's okay to feel that way Mm -hmm. but some people will ridicule you about it and yeah. want answers as to, well, why do you feel that way? You shouldn't feel that way. It's fine. Yeah. You're safe. It's fine. You, I think that like talking about stuff like this shows people that there is so much more within someone that you really could never know about. Yeah. I mean, if Allie had just met you and like, mm-hmm. I have known like a little bit about your story, obviously yeah. not nearly any of that, mm-hmm. but Allie just met you and she would have had no, no idea. No, Absolutely yeah. Not. She would have had no idea. And so it's like you truly don't know what someone is going through. And I'm so proud of you for being able to get to a point in your life where you're like, I feel safe enough and 
comfortable with myself enough right now to like take that big step to like I'm gonna get my own place. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes, I'm gonna, tell us about I'm gonna that. try and I'm gonna try this shit. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, if you don't like it, say you fucking not. Yeah. Go back to mommy's house. Yeah. Because that's a safe space. Yes, it definitely is. Yes. You know, like yep. that's it's trial and error with life. And it is. I am so. Insanely proud of you. I'm so sorry that I like keep talking. I'm no, just, like, don't so be at all. Looking at you and I'm just no. like, I don't know. She's how amazing. You are doing. Yes, <laughs> thank you. And I want to know more about your new adventure. So <laughs> yeah. I just thinking, you know, of your story that you just told us. Mm-hmm. The fact that you, it's two and a half years later, yeah, and you are moving into an apartment mm-hmm. by yourself, yeah, living this fucking beautiful independent life of yours. Yes. How how did you get to this point? Yeah, I mean, how in the last two and a half years, how did you get to where you are now? Because yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. So right when I got home, my mom had me at the Rape Recovery Center like almost immediately, mm-hmm. and I remember sitting in this chair with a therapist, and I'd gone to the Rape Recovery Center so set on um, finding the woman that had talked me through all of this, right? Um, but they're in call centers and they're not physically at the recovery center and they can't give their information out. Right. So mm. it's all confidential, you know, but, uh, I'd gone in just like <laughs> roaring, like I need to yes. find this woman. I yes. have to thank her. She yeah. saved my life. Like, and, wow. uh, instead I was welcomed with some other amazing women that work there, people that work there. And, um, she had me sitting in a chair and it was the first time that I'd been away from my mom since I had landed um and they couldn't get me in for therapy right away right but I'm Mm -hmm. I'm sitting in this chair with her and she has me close my eyes and has me go through each of my senses and she says like okay I want you to find one thing that you smell one thing that you taste one thing that you touch like each thing And then very last, she had me open my eyes. And that was, like, the first time that I felt grounded and I, like, didn't feel like I was running as much anymore um, once I got home, you know. But um, so that kind of stuff, listening into my body has helped so much. Um, When I got home, I was seeing five therapists. So literally, like, I was not working. I was only focusing on myself for about eight months I'd say um and just had therapy almost every single day some group therapy some um just like regular one-on-one all different kinds of stuff an art therapy group like that's what I focused my life on and I just filled myself with all these different tools that it was kind of overwhelming at first because I was like I have all these tools I don't know how to work with them you know there's too many Mm -hmm. to choose from Mm -hmm. So, but as time went on, like slowly but surely, I, I was able to pick like, okay, today I need to sing. Today I need to go for a walk or like, okay, this different day I need to use a crystal, like something like that, you know, every day was different. And I just had to like kind of accept that I, I was changing and growing every single day and becoming this new person, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I did EMDR therapy. And I still do that. Um, I think it's eye movement. Don't eye, quote me. It's, it's the rapid eye movement. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, a lot of people do it. There's like a, a machine that she has and that my therapist has. And there's a light that like goes back and forth. And it gets the left and the right side of your brain working together so that you can retrieve memories and trauma inside of you that um, normally you wouldn't be able to. So, so the way that I do it though is I use uh, uh, these little things that vibrate in both of my hands and then I use um, headphones that do like a ticking noise so it'll okay. be like vibrate and tick on both sides okay. and then I'll pick a specific thing whether it's a memory or like something that maybe I like deep down believe about myself. So like one that I, I did was um, I felt only deserving of being with addicts and so... I go and I I feel inside like um, she'll have me make up a sentence like Mm -hmm. I am deserving of being with addicts and then I go through and I say that and then I feel deep inside and I um, like 
tell her whatever is coming up. And then it gets to a point where I have like the, the most recent memory of when I felt that and then another memory. And then it goes all the way back to when I was like an, a child wow. and I can let them go, you know? And then after she like helps me get into a safe space where I feel okay again, you know, because it can be really hard doing EMDR because it makes you feel like you're in your trauma again. Right. Like you're literally reliving, reliving it. Those. I like smell the same smells as I did in Thailand. All like the air will taste the same. Like all of it. It's so crazy. So uh, it's super important to have the right person and someone mm-hmm. that you trust when you're doing that kind mm-hmm. of stuff because it can go really wrong, you know? Right. Sounds it yeah, also though it can go wrong yeah like yeah so it's it sounds like and I am so naive to any of this no. shit so forgive me but I'm I'm loving so much like how much I'm learning from you right now um and it's, it seems like there's a lot of like sensory type uh-huh. of therapy yeah. yep and I never realized that I think when I think of therapy I think of the therapy I've done or just a general like sitting and sit talking yeah. yep talking to a therapist yep. talking about your feelings yeah I feel like I'm so interested in all of the like sensory stuff that you're talking about like with yeah. the different like you said singing or going for a walk mm-hmm. or even just have like feeling those vibrates mm-hmm. in your hands yep. like how how does all of that kind of work for you and like mm-hmm. you know do you know yeah. what I'm trying to ask yeah definitely like how does that work I'm Oof. just intrigued I'm sure it's like a mouthful but no. but like what has it done for you oh let's see here so I feel like before my trauma, I had no idea about any of that stuff really either. Um, but naturally, it kind of just all started calling to me. And uh, ooh, I don't know, like before I would go for a walk and I just would be going for a walk. And now, like if I'm really in tune with myself, this isn't every day. I can't sit here and say that like every day my my journey is the same. Mm-hmm. You know, some days I'm really not in tune with myself. But uh, when I am, like I just will walk and feel whatever is calling to me you know in that exact moment and then I'll look down and there's like a leaf that looks like a heart on the ground and like just different things that I started noticing from meditation Mm -hmm. mainly I think Mm -hmm. that was like one of the biggest things was sitting silently with myself and then then once I started practicing that then like I could meditate just throughout the day by like blasting a song in my car then that turns into meditation or like sitting and petting my dog or Mm -hmm. whatever it is anything that makes you completely quiet your mind for just a few seconds so when I was doing all of that kind of stuff and I started doing it like on a daily basis as much as I could then that's when more of all of this in tune stuff started opening up you know well Uh, I, I feel like how you said when I'm just going for a walk I feel like when you just go for a walk, you're walking your dog, you're literally thinking about the bajillion things going on in your head or going on in the day. And I just feel like that's, I love that you say you just take a deep breath. What do you smell? What do you see? Just being in touch with like your surroundings and being like so present. Yeah, I I think think a lot of people for like, I don't think a lot of people realize that meditation is not sitting on the ground yeah like obviously that is a form of meditation Mm -hmm. but I don't think a lot of and I didn't realize either but my therapist wanted me to do the EMDR therapy as Mm -hmm. well but she told me like before I need to learn how to meditate Mm -hmm. and that took me months yeah months to learn how to shut your mind off Mm -hmm. and then it was and then it finally occurred to me like she had told me she's like you don't She's like, when you're in the shower, when you're driving, when you're doing this. And I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to meditate in the shower? I go over my schedule for the next six weeks in the shower. I I do the same (laughs) thing. There's no way. But you learn how to become in tune with yourself. And I never, and I, I'm terrible. And I, she really wants me to do the EMDR for like my PTSD Mm -hmm. and I won't do it because I'm really scared I'm not I'm not ready yet yeah that makes sense that's okay yeah and it's okay like I do a bunch of other therapies yeah definitely we do a lot of other stuff yeah and it's really really helpful but I think I think it's important for people to know that meditation can be those 10 seconds petting your dog yep driving blasting your favorite song or some song that you haven't even heard before but it just feels good you feel yeah, it yeah 
And I don't think that people realize that it's, that's coming in tune with yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you can learn, and it's hard, and I know it's hard. I mean, at least it was hard for me. I don't yeah, know. it is. It's hard to it meditate. It is really hard. It's yeah. really hard to turn your mind off. And yeah. then when you, when you're done, like, I think Deeksha is what really helped mm-hmm. me learn how to meditate, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's what that. really, really helped me. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so weird at first. I'd be, like, opening my eyes, looking at everybody, and I'm like, this is cuckoo bananas. <laughs> like, you're coming over my head doing, I'm like. Where do you do Deeksha? What are you looking at me for at Lotus? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so so the very first time that I meditated was at Dancing Cranes doing the same thing. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And I love Deeksha there, too. Like, they're coming, like, touching touching yes. my third eye, and I'm like, am I supposed to be seeing things? Is and like I open my eyes, and they're about me, and they're, like, literally touching so me. into it, and I'm like. <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> yes! That's so... It was the same way. Yep. I feel like anywhere that I have to sit and be quiet for, like, a certain amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't even go golfing, you guys. My yeah. parents are always like, shut the I was like, just talking on when I start golfing. Mostly so I can wear, like, those cute golf yes, skirts. Yes, yes. They are so and cute. And some wine coolers. Yes, yes. We should go we just should. so down. Okay, Drive in a golf cart. Can you imagine us three? Yeah. Walking into look, you guys. That we would need be to so do funny. That. I'm waiting. Some mini skirts. Yeah. We need to like Instagram live this shit. Please, can we? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just do it for me. I'm gonna walk yep. into this concierge. I want a salmon <laughs> on the rocks or whatever. A salmon on the rocks. I love that. Okay, well oh we're going golfing as soon as COVID can yes. get its fucking shit together. Yep. I know, I know. I we can go I golfing like, like in the winter, right? I always say I'm like I'm so fucking sick of COVID. <laughs> But I literally am like, I'm like playing with a napkin. I'm disgusting. <laughs> I'm literally so like amazed with like what this year has brought. Like, yeah. I am like, I don't know. So I took like this personality test, like the 16 personalities or whatever. Yes. And I, I took it last year and like the fall. And I was like extroverted queen. Mm-hmm. And then I recently took it because the girls at my shop, coffee shop, were all talking about it. And I'm like, okay, I should retake it. And now I'm an INFJ. Oh my god! And I'm like, wow, I've <laughs> kind of turned into a bit of an introvert. Yeah. But I think that's who I've always been. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I have always felt like I need to live up to some standard that I've set for myself because I've yes. always been the bubbly, outgoing Brooke. But yes. I'm like, that takes so much energy for me. But I I love to do it because it makes me forget about how terrible I feel on the inside. Yeah. And it's taken me a really long time to learn that. And I don't know why I'm telling you this right now. I'm really <laughs> glad that you are. Yeah. Thank That's you. what we're all here for. Yeah. This is a fucking girl talk no. podcast. Yeah. It's an everyone talk podcast. I, Excuse I always forget me. that I'm like, and I'm so bad. And I always tell this and Ali this. And I'm like, and I get so close. And I'm just like, we're just talking. And then I'm like, <laughs> I forget that we're recording. Do we? Yes. Yeah, I just, yes. like, I just feel like, I feel like when I'm doing something, I just get so in tune with mm-hmm. it. Me too. And I get really, really scaredy at first, yeah. but then I'm like, <laughs> so what else about me? Yes, exactly. I, I feel love like it. this is like our own kind of little, mm-hmm. you know, therapy meditation yeah, session. So, yeah. but Brooke, I'm so glad you brought that up because yeah. I think with COVID, there really, I'm I'm not saying there's good things coming from COVID, but there really is, for me, there's so many positive things about so this year. Positive. So many, yes. like, new things that I've tried this mm-hmm. year, you mm-hmm. know? And I feel like just being positive in general yeah. has been so freaking that hard this year. Yeah. Out of, like, the shit yeah. that's happening around you. Like, I feel like I got out of a really toxic job that I absolutely hated Mm. I felt like I loved it but I really just pretended that I loved it and stayed in it for way too long god bless me getting fired even though I didn't deserve it yeah and then I am back at like a job where I'm actually like valued and I love it more than life itself and I I finally moved in with my boyfriend like I finally am like feeling like in tune with my life and like it's that's amazing and I got my dream car oh my god I got my dream car. Like, I'm like, what is this year? So I want you guys to also tell, like, what are your highlights of this year? Because I feel like everything's been, like, such a downer this year. Like, what are your, like, what are your top five things? If you can think of five. Okay, and while we're on that subject, I just feel like 
seriously, I feel like this is all because of Pepper. Her positive, <laughs> just you guys, is her just like positive insane. energy. Thank We're over here talking, yes, talking about COVID, and I look over at her and I'm like, it's not that bad. <laughs> I'm like, this girl is like the light, most beautiful, positive Thank person. You. So literally, you're amazing. Not to interrupt you, Brookie, but I just have to say, like, she just, you yeah, really do so have amazing. such a Thank positive you. light. So okay, let's hear it. What are you go first? What are your like? What are positive Five things? Five positive things. So I've been able to get out, like, and go camping a lot more, mm-hmm. um, like, way more than I ever have in my entire life. Right. So being able to do that has been super awesome. Um, it's helped me really look inward. And, like, sometimes one of my trauma responses is, like, and a lot of people don't realize that this is a trauma response, but... Um, sometimes I pack my life full of like 5,000 things to do Mm -hmm. so that I don't have to focus on whatever it is that's really going on. Mm -hmm. And, um, being able to, to go inward and like have to take the time to be at home. And I had nowhere else to run other than like inside, you know, and that was super helpful. Um, getting my new place, as I said, like I'm super stoked about that. Um, and I'm also bringing a dog with me. And I've never, like, had my own dog before, so I'm super excited about that also. So awesome. I've only had family dogs, so it's going to be nice to, like, have my your own. own. Yes. Like, your baby. Yes. Oh, so I'm so cute. excited about yeah. that for you. Um, I don't remember how many I've done so far. Oh, <laughs> but You lose track when you're amazing. having fun. I know. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That's so amazing. Spending time with family. That's that's another yeah. one. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um... Okay, I have I started my YouTube channel. Hell yeah! I know. I started my YouTube channel in May. It's Unsolved Mysteries. If anybody's into that shit, I'm so excited to check it out. Yes, she, you guys, like she is like under talking herself. Yeah, this homegirl does her freaking makeup (laughs) while she talks about these unsolved mysteries and. It's not just like she just doesn't just talk about them. It's like facts on facts on facts. What? Like, what do you guys think? Oh, oh my god! Okay, I'm so her. glad I you said wait. that. I love Dude, her. people in the comments fact check me all the time, and I'm always like, "Oh my god, you should start a YouTube channel too." <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! I that's did. So funny! Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm so glad you corrected me. Thank you. So yeah. thanks, Bricky. Maybe you're, you're welcome. You. I love oh you. Oh my gosh! I'm um, sorry. I did that, which was so fun. Mm. I do what's called WTF Wednesdays. Um, since starting the podcast with Brookie, obviously I took a backseat to that because this is like my priority right now, mm-hmm. but I have posted a few more videos, so that's been fun. Yay. And then obviously starting this podcast with Brooke, mm-hmm. can I just say to you guys, like it's been amazing. It's been amazing. And Brooke and I were always friends growing up, mm-hmm. but we have never been this close Mm-mm. and I would be fucking lying to every single one of you right now if I said like this podcast that goes fucking nowhere I don't give a shit because I have literally found like my beautiful best friend sitting next to me I'm serious. I love this. She is this. the most amazing. Like, seriously. I love and it I so honestly, much. And I honestly feel like of all the positive things that have happened to me in 2020, regardless of anything, podcast, whatever, Brooklyn Lawrence right here <laughs> is the most positive thing that's happened to me this year. She's mm. amazing. I, I love, love you, that. You're amazing. I love, I love listening. It, like, makes my week every week oh, to be able to listen to you. It makes me so happy. Thank, Thank you for you. supporting yeah. us. You've of been, course. like, a day one. I know. I, OG. OG. <laughs> and, it, yes. and Allie's, like, so right. Like, we're, like, she's, we've always been friends. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've always been We've always had, like, connections. Out. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, would it be weird if I hung out with just Allie? We <laughs> yeah, know each other like that. Yeah. And then it's like, let's start a fucking podcast. I'm like, I'm coming over, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And now That's I'm exactly like, if I go a day without hearing from her, I'm like, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> we literally text. We're like, we talk all day all day through Marco Polo yes Yes. oh my god I love it all fucking day and I'm like Keon's like why don't you guys on the way here he's like why don't you guys just text each other like normal people why are you always listening to her and Marco Polo I'm like I have things to say our texts our texts would be like 17 pages long no we don't got time for that I don't know nobody has time for that before we let Pepper go which she's gonna go from the podcast, but not from here. <laughs> she's gonna go from the podcast, but not from our hearts, yes, our souls, yes. our minds. And like, will you be our friend? Of course, <laughs> always. Yes. 
This has been so much fun. Like, I've loved it. I love I've had too. the best time ever. Back to, like, here and now. Yes. So, like, let's take a beat and circle back. Allie was just telling Mikkel how bad we want her to come back on the episode and talk about what. We want her to talk about her just spirituality. You do a lot with, like, crystals and healing and internal, like, oh, my God, all of this stuff. I want to know all of the things that are giving her all of this amazing, beautiful, positive energy. Thank you. Would you? Yeah. Would you totally Absolutely. Anytime. I would come and talk about bullshit. Like, anything at all, please. Like, yes. I will come back anytime. Pepper (laughs) is literally a part of the Hot Mess Express for sure. I also wanted to add in, too, I kind of forgot, like, having the support of every single person that I've met and, like, like, helped me along the way, that I could not have done it without them. Like, family, people I just met on the street, like, having that kind of support, like, also pushed me through so much. And you guys, like, thank you so much for creating a safe space for me to be able to talk about this stuff. Like, it's really, really hard, but it is so important. And you guys created the best, most amazing space for me to do this in, you know? Thank you. And it's just been fun. It's not, it's not all been hard and heavy, you know? It's, there's been a lot of light in it as well, you know? Yeah. So thank you. We appreciate you you being here and being like strong and being so vulnerable to talk about it. So thank you so much because we know it's not easy. Yeah. And you, I think that this is also like you were even saying, like a part of your healing. Oh, for sure. Being able to talk about it. Yeah. 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 And the other thing that I want to add to is like, I don't telling my story. I don't want people to be afraid of traveling alone. I don't want people to be. Mm scared of doing that kind of stuff because it was also like the most empowering thing you know Mm -hmm. and helped me become who I am so much but uh I just I feel like it's super important to know what can happen and I think that's like one of the biggest reasons that I do share my story you know so okay we're going back, doing a mantra. Ooh, I still yes. haven't thought of one. By the way, if you listened to our first episode where we talked about mantras, she sent in some bomb-ass ones. amazing <laughs> mantras. Yes, yes. That's why I'm like, okay, we got to get another mantra So now we you, have girl. our mantra queen here live, ready to go. <laughs> Tune in, bitches. Roaring and ready. Yes. Roaring and ready. Yes. yes. Get in our spirituality, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I specifically have a mantra for this one, but I have, like, a, a thing that I like to do for myself when I'm not. Yes. Even better. I guess when I'm feeling um, very outside of my body, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, going through and, like, getting lotion and thanking every single part of my body for something, you know, is so helpful to, like, sit and touch your own hands and, like, say, thank you for holding me today. Like, thank you... Like, going through, massaging your own feet. Like, thank you for carrying me through life. Like, going through and doing that to each part of your body, I feel like, is so important and makes you feel confident in who you are and reminds you that this is here, too, you know? Oh, my gosh. I need you to be, like, my life coach. (laughs) No, I'm serious. I'm literally like, Keon, come rub my feet. Yeah. Come rub my back. But, like, I need to be doing that shit for myself. Yeah. I think, like, being single for, I don't know. Okay. Maybe not being single, but, like, not being in a relationship where I had that, you yeah, know? Yeah. Right, right. Um, I, I really had to figure out how to support myself in those situations. And that yeah. was a huge way to do it. Like, being able to go inward and just take that time and like sometimes I'll sit in front of a mirror and do it and then Mm -hmm. other times Mm -hmm. it'll just be like when I get out of the shower just anytime you know so this might be a you don't have to answer it yeah but um do you feel like because I know that you're like talking to another guy and stuff Mm -hmm. but do you feel like your experience through everything has caused you to like fear men in any oh, way absolutely but then okay <laughs> I can get really deep here and like it there's a lot more to talk about with that you know yeah. and we can cut out however much but I'm so happy to talk with you guys about that because it's a huge part of the healing process like yeah. being able to have sex again like feeling comfortable 
when I got home, I could not even walk into a restaurant and, like, order from a man, you know? Yeah. Like, it scared me so much. And um, the other thing, too, is I felt very hypersexual. And every single person that I met, I, like, thought that they were seeing me in a sexual way. And yeah. so I just felt so uncomfortable and so scared being um, out in public or anywhere at all, you know? And um, it took me... I'm polyamorous now mm -hmm. and I think that opening up to having all different kinds of love in every way is really what helped me mm -hmm. um and then it also has helped me too because I think that a lot of people think that polyamory like is about just having sex with whoever you want you know yeah. but for me it really is the emotional part mm -hmm. and um being able to let myself feel accepting of that love you know and it doesn't have to be in a relationship it could be like this has helped me open up to making new friends it's helped me find love just like walking through the world you know um and it that was the biggest thing is just I kind of had to really listen to hmm. Okay, I'm circling back around again, sorry. Okay, nice. <laughs> but when I very first got home and I was, like, so afraid of men, you know, I had to just slowly but surely, like, be around them again. And um, luckily, I had a lot of really safe and amazing men in my life that helped, um, first off, like, having friendships with them and stuff like that. And then once I got comfortable with that, then I was able to open up, like, um dating and but still to the, like to this day I'll be having sex and then like maybe have a trigger and mm -hmm. so it can be really hard to figure out like how to still be intimate without yeah right. mm -hmm. and then also like I want to be able to date and let people get to know me but then I I feel like I have to tell them this whole story before mm -hmm. we get intimate with each other because it's so important for them to know what my triggers are you know yes. um and sometimes that can make it hard I, c I couldn't ever do just like a one night stand I couldn't mm -hmm. just do that kind of thing because uh I really have to feel emotionally like I have to feel connected in every way to open yeah. that up you know um but really listening to your body in those moments and um giving yourself time like not rushing into that kind of stuff whatsoever like you can go years without years away from your trauma and still like that kind of stuff can be super scary mm -hmm. and hard and just taking the time to feel all of that and say like you know I'm I'm safe in this moment right now um but what happened to me was not safe and it's not like reminding myself it's not happening now I'm yeah. not there now you know um and naming those triggers and going through Mm -hmm. figuring out what emotions come with them you know sorry rambling no, <laughs> no that was like <laughs> amazing amazing that was yeah. such a good answer Thank I you. have I like went through a whole group therapy that mm -hmm. we specifically taught there's like a whole chapter on that that part because it's there's so much that goes into all that right. you know yeah. so yeah oh I'm really gosh. proud of you Thank yeah. you. that's 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 insane yeah and like, so brave that's so brave so like brave. it's I can't even like find like the right word to I know it. you know what I mean like I and I feel like it's it's just like so hard to fathom yeah mm -hmm. you know and so thank you yeah that I just I don't know why I was so curious no that, I but. it's definitely I a am, good question I'm an open book with that kind of stuff too for sure you know yeah. and able to talk about those things so thank you. good I love that yeah Thank you. Thank That's you. a big thing. Seriously, thank you so much for being here and coming yeah. on and sharing your story. I mean, like like we've said, it's what Brooke and I are here for. That's what we mm -hmm. want to do. And we're so happy to have you. Absolutely the most perfect person to have on this episode. Yeah, thank you. So thank you so much for your strength and your just bravery mm -hmm. and your vulnerability mm -hmm. and your emotional everything. Mm -hmm. Like, thank you. Yeah, I feel like you taught times. us a lot as well. Yes. And so thank you for that. Yeah. And I know that, like, 
now we have a safe space to go to as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Hope that like anyone who else is like dealing with this, like she, I already know. I don't even have to ask her. Like she is your girl to yep. go to, and she will talk to you by herself or point you in the right direction yeah. of like where to go. Like, yep. and obviously, Allie and I will be here to do that as well. Like. Yeah we are happy to be that person to talk with you about whatever you're dealing with and get you to somebody that's a professional who mm-hmm. actually knows what they're doing because yes. obviously I'm Allie and I are professionals like Rick and I are good listeners <laughs> yes. so so yes thank you so much for being here thank you so much for like Allie said like being so open and vulnerable mm-hmm. like we appreciate it so much and I know that anybody who is listening to this if anybody's listening they are appreciates it yes she's like i know i am yeah i am for sure i've been loving it Thank plus so i much. keep turning all these girls onto it i'm like guys you gotta <laughs> listen like they're so cute yes i can't yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i know <laughs> we are the hot mess podcast <laughs> absolutely and now that yeah. Pepper is a part of the Hot Mess Express over here. Girl, give us a motherfucking choo-choo. Hop on the Hot Mess train, girly pop. What do we say? Motherfucking choo-choo. Yes, yes. Hey, hey. Angels, thank you so, so much for listening to this week's episode. If you haven't already followed us on Instagram, please do so. We post highlights, bloopers, um, weekly mantras, just all kinds of fun stuff there. The hot mess underscore podcast. And now that we are at the end of our episode, we are going to do our Gold Elite Apparel giveaway word. If you haven't followed Gold Elite yet, please do so. We have them also linked on our Instagram page. Just to say thank you for listening to us and for all of your support, Gold Elite has teamed up with us to give away a $25 gift code at the end of every single episode. Today's code word is fighter. So, Go on Instagram and DM us just the word fighter or just DM us any of your thoughts about this episode and we will go ahead and pop you right into that giveaway for a $25 gift card code from Gold Elite Apparel. And thank you so much to their team for helping us do this giveaway every single episode. They have been so amazing to work with. They are a Utah-owned, women-owned brand and their apparel and their workout gear is absolutely to die for. So again, that word is fighter. And thank you all so much for tuning in. We love every single one of you so much. And we're so thankful for all of your support.